I'm really looking forward to this. And um, if you don't have any more questions, I think we should get going. I, I yeah. just want to move this a little bit. Oh. It should be quite close to you. Something like this would be good. And uh, maybe you could start by um, presenting yourself. Who are you? Where mm. do you where, what's your background? My name is Widad. My previous name was Widad Irani. Ah, you're born Iran. I'm born yeah. Irani, and I'm married to the Qawar family, so I carry now the Qawar, or ah. both names sometimes. Okay. And, uh, what year? Born mm. 1931. Mm. And where? And uh, I was born in uh, the area, uh, Galilee area, mm. in a town called Tul Karim, mm. because my father worked there. Mm. He had uh, with the British government. Mm. He was inspector of reform schools, and the biggest center was there. In Tul Karim? Yeah. And uh, then trouble happened there. They had There was some kind of trouble in 1937. Yeah, that was the Arab uh, yeah, uproar revolt. or revolt, yes, it's yes, called. Yes. yes. So my father sent us, we were five children, four mm. boys and a girl. Mm -hmm. He sent us all to, yeah, because we, my brothers were in a school in Ramallah, mm -hmm. opened by the Quakers. Mm -hmm. So and you he sent, sent us to, to a Quaker school to Brubada in Lebanon. It's another Quaker yeah, school. Yeah. What, uh, before you continue, yeah. just to get all the biographical data, what's the name of your parents? My parents. My mother is Hanni. It's a biblical name, mm -hmm. like Jean. And my father is Jalil. 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 Ah. And you have four brothers. Four brothers. Yeah, what's the name? I'm number uh, four. I'm number four. Ah. And uh, my eldest is Fuad, then Jalal, then Najib, then myself, then Munir. That's the youngest. Yeah. yeah. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, uh, your mm. father was school inspector, is it? And your mother was? Reform schools. What, does a re what is that, reform uh, schools? It is um, a, like a prison for the younger oh, people. Oh, that kind yeah. of school. Girls <laughs> and boys. Ah. Youth, so. youth prison. Yeah, anyway, for yeah. the young. Yeah, for the young. Yeah. And he was because it was sort of schools to teach them. Ah. To teach them. Uh, and he was in charge of that? Yeah, he was inspector. He, he would go yeah, to Tul Karim, the center. Ah. And there was another one in Bethlehem, another ah. one in Acre. Ah. There were different so schools. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, okay. And your mother, did she work or was she busy taking care of you kids? Yeah, she didn't work. Ah. But uh, both my parents studied in an American school in Jerusalem where they met, oh, they met and got school. married oh. in an American school called the Al American Alliance School. Oh. Was it a happy marriage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had five children, and, yeah. uh, and my father went after that to university. Oh. And then... When the British came, they were looking for people who speak good English. Yes, of course. Because he was educated ah. in the university. Ah. He had this post ah. of so, inspector. Okay, so let's go back to 37, the mm. Arab revolt. You are sent to 
Where did you say? Brumana. Brumana. Yeah, which is a, a school, a Quaker school in Lebanon. Ah, okay. Yeah. All of all of you. There five. are five of us. Okay. Yeah. And how did you get there? By car. It was. Uh, it was still you can travel. And who drove this you? This is thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Not my father. Somebody who worked with him. Ah. Uh-huh. He took us. Uh, I remember it that it was another person. Uh-huh. He took us, no, in a big, large car. A large car. Like a little, yeah, a little bus. And uh, we rented a house there. Uh-huh. And all went to school. And who took care of you? Was, My was, mother. She was with you? Yeah, she was with us. Uh-huh. And did, you and have, then, did she have any help? In with the cooking yeah, sometimes. Or? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Sometimes. Okay. Life was good. Uh-huh. In Lebanon, very, and very, did you like this? very interesting, very uh-huh. good. You yeah. liked living yeah. there. I liked the school very much. What did you like much. about it? Uh, the situation. It is surrounded by forests, <laughs> and uh, there were always activities in the school, uh-huh. and we were just next to it, uh-huh. so we didn't miss activities nice. for children. For very nice school. Was this school. a progressive school or modern? Very, school? very modern. And very like, progressive. You like that. Oh. And I think it's there up till now, Good. the school. Yeah. Anyway, we had to, then another trouble happened. I don't know what. All, all foreigners had to leave Lebanon. I don't know what it was, 19. All foreigners had to leave Lebanon to oh. go back to their home. Okay. So we had to go back oh. to Palestine. Oh. We went to Bethlehem and lived in Bethlehem. But with, then, with your father? Yes, and my mother and ever, and yes. my father, there was a reform school in Bethlehem, ah. one for girls, one for boys, ah. so he had his job there mainly. Yes. Ah. That's why we went there. Ah. Then. And what did you like of that moving back? How was that for you? Yeah, uh, I was lost. I mean, it is because I liked uh, ah. Brumana, Brumana and the school ah. there, I you liked it. Ah. But then my father tried to have a similar school uh-huh. With difficulty, uh-huh. there was a school in Jerusalem called the Swedish School. Uh-huh. Swedish School. It was only primary, okay. only five classes. Uh-huh. It was also a very very nice school. Uh-huh. So I think of it now. How it was possible that every day we were in Bethlehem, every day we take the bus, uh-huh. go in the bus, go down somewhere in Jerusalem uh-huh. and walk. Uh-huh. Walk to that school, how the Swedish school. How long did that take? It was day? maybe, must have taken 20 minutes, 25 uh, minutes, uh, The only the walking. Uh, and the bus? The bus ride? And the bus, it must have taken half an hour maybe, or about less. About an hour, yeah. about an hour. Yeah, both every ways, day, both every ways. day, so both hours, ways. Yeah. But it was a very, very nice school. Mm. Very and nice did you school. go alone? With a Swedish director. Huh? Miss Eckblood and an assistant called Miss Stevenson. Okay. But and did you go alone? Not alone, with go... my younger brother. Ah, with your younger brother. Yeah. The two, the of, two of us. Yeah. Uh, after I finished there, we had another Quaker school in Ramallah. It is oh. still up till now there. Oh. Ramallah, Palestine. Oh. So, a boarding school. So, it's the first time we are put in a boarding school. Oh. You and live. You live there on, on in the, the school, school. In the school. Yeah, in the school. Board it was school. American Quaker. Yeah. How old are you now? When How long happened? there? Eight years. 
There were eight years yeah. and put in a boarding school. Until we finished, until that's, I finished. That's pretty too tough. Much, too, much. too much. But it was a very, very nice school when it came to uh, sports, mm-hmm. uh, gardening, uh-huh. embroidery, uh-huh. things like that. Yeah. So it was a good school. It was a good school. Did you miss home? And and who did you miss? What Uh, did you miss? uh, Home was not very far. Bethlehem and Jerusalem are not very far. So every other month we would go for weekends. Uh It was was all right until I graduated. But the year I graduated was the year of the war. Uh, 48. 48. (laughs) Yeah. I stayed there until 48. And did you, before 48, did you see any uh, tensions? Did you hear about anything? Was there anything uh, happening in the, the neighborhood? The, the so Quakers on? are different in their way of thinking. Uh, they don't go to war. They're against war. Yeah, the pacifists. And uh, they allowed us, there, was, there were certain days that we didn't want to have classes. <laughs> they allowed it. <laughs> The day the Balfour Declaration, uh-huh. we didn't want to go to class. <laughs> they allowed it. And there was another day, I forgot what it was. So uh-huh. they were flexible. Uh-huh. But was there any tension? Was there anything going on yes. in the yes. neighborhood? Yes, in the, yes. In, the in Ramallah, every now and then, a big demonstration. Uh-huh. There were demonstrations. By who? Against who? The, mostly the young people. Uh, and it would be against, for instance, a, a big amount of uh, refugees coming down in Jaffa or in Haifa. And it's in the newspaper. So many immigrants came from Europe, Jewish immigrants uh, came from Europe. So there would be a demonstration. demonstrations against the Zionists coming yeah, to, yeah. to Palestine. Mm, big mm. demonstrations. No, because it was young people, uh, students. Were you, were, you students. Part, were you taking part of that? Uh, a little, a little, maybe one or two. Uh, but in the, Balf- in the Balfour day, we uh. did in school. We stayed in school, uh. but we did go to class. <laughs> and they allowed it. Mm. Now, when I think back to it, it was like being a little organized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you organize it? <laughs> no, yes. no, no, I no. Was, uh, <laughs> but you were sympathetic. You were part of it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And Up the, till now, even here yes. this year, uh, we did something on the Belfort Declaration. Uh-huh. Like what? With a very nice lady who is uh, from the family that owns one of the best banks here. Uh-huh. We wanted to do something, she and myself, on this day. Uh-huh. And uh, the suggestion was that on that day, the message went from Jerusalem to London. The message said, it is a land without people for people without a land. This was the message sent. So she told me, she's my friend, she told me, what about doing an exhibit that will show it was not without people. And we don't know anything else. We do a big exhibit. She has a gallery. She has a gallery. And I have my collection. And we worked on two other people who collected stamps, collected Mm. coins. Mm. And we did a beautiful exhibit. Mm. I never thought it would come out like this. Mm -hmm. 
She has a beautiful, I wish you would go and visit. It's a, it's a nice gallery oh. in Naman, the best. We did a beautiful exhibit, the stamps of, uh, before the Balfour Declaration, yeah. the stamps, the coins, the embroidery, textiles, oh. uh, they were all very nicely exhibited. Oh. And the people came to see, mm. but mostly the local people. Yeah. yeah. But it showed that the country was full of people. Of and she had paintings, mm. good paintings. Mm. She had old paintings that showed life in Palestine before right. Mr. Balfour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, turning well, back. This is late. This is what I was living here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. married. It's okay. It's but okay. Uh, the, what we, this has started since we were in school, yes. the idea. Yes. Of and the, I want to go back. You, you mm. talked about demonstrations in Ramallah, I think you said, yeah. that you took part a, a yeah. few times. Were there any violence and fighting, or was it quiet? Or no. What no, happened? No violence. Nice. Just. Uh, uh, people would, uh, like uh, some poets, would say something, oh, yeah, speeches, yeah. poetry and speeches. Okay. Yeah. So when no violence, no nothing, violence. nobody was hurt. Or, uh, no. So when is the first time that you are aware that this is going to lead to violence? Yeah. When is the first time that you see or hear anything? When, when, when? When? Yeah. I don't remember. Never. Uh, now, now. Nee. When I was in school nee. in Ramallah. Nee. I don't remember. Nee. Uh, there would be uh, little uh, skirmishes with throw stones against uh, some British, British tanks. Right. Not any demonstration. Nee. Uh, any, any. Walking in the streets. Yeah. And the, it started. It started, this would be maybe from 47. Yes. It started uh, uh, anti-British, right. a little anti-British. Yeah. yeah. But did you know any Jewish boys or girls uh, at that time? Uh, yes. There was a girl in our class. Mm -hmm. I forgot her name. And uh, also my brother in his school in Jerusalem. He had two friends who were Jewish, mm -hmm. who would sometimes come come home with him. Right. And, uh, 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 yeah, somebody who worked with my father and mm -hmm. his family. Mm -hmm. We got to see each other a lot, and we socialized mm -hmm. with this family. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, the girl was my age, and... Uh, Brothers were, uh, they would come to us too. Mm. Yeah. In uh, Bethlehem, or where is this? Was this in Bethlehem? Yeah, in Bethlehem. Bethlehem and Jerusalem were very, very near. Right. And the Nakba itself, what can you tell me about that? What happened? What did you see? The Nakba. Ah, the Nakba. What do you mean? What years? 48. Ah, 48. Mm. 48. Uh, we had, uh, we didn't know that it will be so bad so quickly, mm. because suddenly the school decided that they would give us our uh, graduation uh -huh. in May. Usually, it's not in May; it's in June or later. Uh, 
okay. and send us home. Why? There were about over 90 girls in the school uh, boarding. Uh, why? And they were from all over Palestine because people were afraid that when the British leave, it's going to be a, a war. So it was in the yeah, air. It was in the air. Uh, it was on the, on the uh, news. In the news yeah. every day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you and so, so you they decided to. I was in the graduating class. Uh, they decided they'd give us our graduation uh, and let us go home. Did you get any? And good, then did it you was get, a little. Uh, the grades. Hmm? Did you get any good grades? Yeah. You did. <laughs> I was studious. Yes. <laughs> I studied, yeah. especially there were special subjects. Yeah, I like. didn't like sciences. I didn't like sciences, uh-huh. what was but your... I liked history and literature uh-huh. and geography very much. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Arabic grammar, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we mm. were talking about that they were sending you... The end, you and yeah. It, we were talking about ABA 14. No, 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 before. May. May 1940. Yes. Yeah. No, we were talking about that, yeah. You got your um, grades, and you were sent yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a group of uh, Jordanian girls, and they didn't want, they didn't know how to make the contact to go home, uh-huh. because things were not, uh, you cannot, no telephones, no. Mm. And I remember that uh, uh, an army, a big army car, came to pick them up. It was so exciting for us to pick the Jordanian girls yeah. and our Jordanian army cars coming. They didn't know how to go back. No. And it was more difficult for me and some others who were from Jerusalem at that side uh-huh. and Bethlehem. Uh-huh. Because uh, the others went the Jaffa road, a back road from Ramallah to Jaffa. Uh-huh. And from Jaffa they would go anywhere they want. There was another road that went to Nablus, they went to Nablus, but the Jerusalem road had problems. Mm. Uh, as you go to Jerusalem, there was a place where they were shooting each other because they were, maybe there was a settlement on the way, I don't, I don't remember. But it was not safe was not between safe. Ramallah and Jerusalem. Yeah. But they told us, if you, if you have to go, you try your luck and... Uh, we we went a group of us four yeah. five and, when uh, we and, got to jerusalem and, and how did you go in a taxi we took a driver mm. and there were about four or five of us yeah. and the rest were all much more mm. nablus people jaffa yeah. people yeah. when we got to jerusalem he told me okay where shall i take you he asked each one where where shall i drop mm. you the taxi driver I told him there is a, near the Damascus Gate, there is there was the social welfare department mm-hmm. where my father was connected. Ah. Social welfare department. Uh, you can drop me there. I thought I'll find somebody there who can help. Mm-hmm. When I went there, I did find a lady mm-hmm. who worked in the department and knew us. Mm-hmm. And she said, we live on the way to Bethlehem. I'll take you with me. Mm-hmm. But you have to wait an hour until I go. Mm. So I went with her to her home. I don't know them, but I went with her to her home. Yeah. And uh, her husband, every five minutes, would go to the main road. It was the road going to Bethlehem mm. to see if there was a car 
going to Bethlehem. <laughs> and I had my big suitcases yeah. and my blankets. <laughs> and finally, after two, three hours, he found a car <laughs> going to Bethlehem, full of people. <laughs> but they put me in. Yeah. And uh, this is how I went from That's my last that. day in school. Yeah. It wasn't a good day. It wasn't a good week. Yeah. People were just waiting for something to uh. happen. And did you and also... Exactly, I don't remember the date, but right. it was around May 12, May 12, yeah. May 13. But did you also feel this in the air? Did you have this feeling that something will happen? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Because um, the stations, the radio stations were overdoing it. Oh, yeah. okay. Overdoing oh, it. That the armies will come and, 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 and. Uh. It was bad. And But then once I got home, things were different. Uh-huh. And uh, my brother, my younger brother, was uh, in a British school. And he and four others got together and walked from that, that day, maybe, uh-huh. from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. How long does that take? I don't know. I'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's here, that brother. He's here, okay. We can ask him afterwards. Uh, so what happens next? Uh, next, the, the war took place. It wasn't many days. What do you remember of the outbreak? Of the outbreak. I remember an Egyptian army coming to Bethlehem. Uh-huh. And settling in the empty, empty lead spaces, mm-hmm. putting their tents. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, then refugees and refugees coming from Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. It was very, very bad mm-hmm. after. Now I'm trying to remember refugees and armies. And then mm-hmm. uh, things got quiet. I don't know when did they get quiet, but I went into teaching in a school next to us mm-hmm. for a time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't correspond, I couldn't go to college, I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And it was then that I saw the life, the uh, good life. Life started again being normal in Bethlehem. Uh-huh. Uh, and I could see the peasant women coming with their vegetables to sell mm-hmm. in Bethlehem. Uh-huh wearing their nice clothes and mm. their silver and so on. But after all that, this would be me. Then in what university start in June, I went to Beirut to college. Ah. So this period that I spent in Bethlehem mm. uh, acquainted me with the village women mm. who were refugees. Refugees, there was a camp, two camps around us, mm-hmm. up till now. Mm-hmm. Up till now, these camps exist mm-hmm. near our home. What are they, their names? It is called uh, Aida, Aida Camp, mm-hmm. and, uh, and one behind us called mm-hmm. Arub, mm-hmm. Arub Camp. And, how and so many villagers came there. Ah. How did you get to know this uh, peasant woman? Which one? You said you you made ah, ah. no. I used to see them. Oh. I used to see them, and oh. we got to know them in the market. Ah. There was a very special market day 
for Bethlehem, it was Saturday. Uh-huh. And people went shopping. I went with my mother, I went with my older brothers to the market. Uh-huh. And uh, we used to talk to them. They are sitting there selling their vegetables uh-huh. and wearing their best. When they go out, they put on their best dress. So I got to know them. I got to speak to them and oh. to know them. And oh. yeah, these few who were selling came from villages, oh. but there were some who came from the camp. And oh. two, those who came from the camp did not have much work. They had yeah. no vegetables, nothing to sell. Yeah. They started looking for work in homes, oh. watching and helping in homes. Oh. And uh, life was so mixed up in Bethlehem at that time oh. because we had upper class refugees yeah. from Jerusalem oh. who came and rented houses and lived there. And you had the refugees who came to live in just in the camps oh. with nothing. And were there any dialogue between the two, these two groups? No, the, those in the camp would try and work for the others oh. if they can if the others can afford it. Some yeah. did. Oh. Yeah. There's a family I know. If you have time, I'll, I'll give you their number. Oh. They came from Jerusalem. They were upper class. Oh. And then I don't know what happened. They had to leave to... The children had to leave to Egypt. And it's a big story. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will be interesting mm-hmm. for your film. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. So you, you, then, got, you got then, to know these women. What yeah. what was it that interested you? Why were you so interested in... Yeah, I want to tell you, they started selling parts of their dresses. Their uh-huh. dresses that are worn out, uh-huh. they would cut them uh-huh. and put them. Here she is selling the vegetables uh-huh. and here she has the pieces uh-huh. to sell. The, the pieces, cloth. the embroidered yeah. pieces. Embroidered. Beautiful. I got to know them, to know the embroidered pieces and to know that they can embroider uh-huh. and, uh, and to, we had the woman who came to us for the washing, very, very nice woman. And she would tell us about, and she would, she would collect a little money and hide it with my mother. Uh-huh. As though my mother was the banker for her, <laughs> she would put the money with my uh-huh. mother. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and why were you attracted by by the embroidery? Do you think? Have you thought because, about that? Because because I saw so much of it in Ramallah. In Ramallah, every woman embroiders. Uh-huh. They even carry a bag, embroidered bag. <laughs> okay. On their head is a shawl embroidered. Uh-huh. They were uh, in Ramallah. It is the fashion to embroider. But you liked this. What and, what did? Why were you and, so attracted? And our, our teachers, uh-huh. the Quakers. Uh-huh brought also their patterns, ah. I don't know what they call them, ah, special yeah. patterns ah, yeah. from their c- country, ah, from yeah. America. So it mixed. Yeah. Ah. And gave us a lesson of embroidery. Ah, yeah. So we did, and they made pamphlets. They made pamphlets, they published pamphlets ah. of the Ramallah embroidery. This so was you, Ramallah. You knew this, this is, is Ramallah. School. This. Uh, no, oh. not this. I mean, this, in Ramallah, ah. we learned the, ah. what the is, embroidery. What is, yeah. In Bethlehem, the embroidery is all together different. Mm. It is another stitch, it's Uh golden thread. Uh Some of us now connected with church embroidery Uh because Bethlehem had so many monasteries. So in Bethlehem, I see this beautiful embroidery of the Bethlehem people, Mm. and in Ramallah, I saw the other. Mm. This is called Mm cross-stitch. 
The cross stitch is Costume. Ramallah embroidery. Aha. Is this a Ramallah? Uh, uh, no, this pattern. is a refugee from Jaffa area, uh -huh. from a town near Jaffa. Uh -huh. And I went to her and told her, she embroiders for people. Uh -huh. I told her, you just embroider for me anything you want uh -huh. in shades of blue. You said blue yeah, because I it's, told unusual, her. it's an unusual yeah. color, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I told her in shades of blue, uh -huh. you make for me all what you want, uh -huh. all the patterns. Uh, that beautiful. you want to put. Uh, she added the little red, uh, she on her own, and the yellow, which is nice. Uh, yeah. But there is something here. I thought it was British. Don't uh, you think this is British? Yes, what is so. this? It's, I don't uh, know. It's, uh, flying it's, horse, flying. No, no, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, How did she get it here? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's an animal from the fairy tales. Oh. Not Sphinx, Sphinx? Uh, no, nah, I, I would call it something else, but I can't find it right now. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, made-up animal. And course. this, Maybe and this is, this is the, this is something German? Not this the swastika. This, no. No, it's not the no. swastika for sure. No. But it's beautiful, and I was thinking that beautiful it work. was a bit unusual the color, and but the it colors. was because ah, they wanted it because blue. they use red here ah. a little. And you, you like uh, prefer no, blue? Yeah, ah. more than anything else, red, red, red. Ah. But uh, I told her I want blues. <laughs> yeah. And is she also a survivor of the Nakba? This woman that does this? Yeah, but she, she passed away last ah. week. Last week? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm sorry to hear. At 95. Yeah, yeah she is a, a okay. good survivor. Yeah, really. But mm. you, you, we were talking about the market. Yeah, uh, well, the, I got uh, acquainted with the woman yes. in the market, yes. going to the market. And then I left all this, and they were uh, still happy. They were. Bad that they left their home. They felt oh. bad they left their home and oh. their refugee life and so on. But they still had some money, good clothes, oh. good uh, dresses, good oh. embroidery. And then I went to Beirut to study. And uh, we couldn't come back every holiday. Yeah. I came back a year ago. And I saw a big change, very big change. In one year? In one year, because of the refugee life, uh -huh. it was uh, these the refugees from the villages uh -huh. were following up the refugee life uh -huh. of queuing uh -huh. and uh, for uh, waiting for some uh, milk uh -huh. and some ration. The rations uh -huh. waiting waiting for the rations, uh -huh. and their clothes were a little. It was. A year and maybe at the end of the next year that oh. this change took place. Oh. Even their dresses started to be faded oh. and they wouldn't have money to go and start making new dresses. So oh. there was a change mm -hmm. with the woman. Mm -hmm. Even when they became refugees in the beginning, they were wearing good clothes and mm -hmm. looked healthy. And mm -hmm. Yeah, though they left their home and ran away, they still looked good. Oh. But now, after a year and two years, yes. they were looking haggard and tired oh. and bad dresses and uh, you know, oh. things. Life was changing. Yeah, it wears and you then, down, right? Yeah, and then also selling more and more of the pieces. Oh. 
And I started buying the pieces, and I thought it's not uh, enough, no. the pieces. No. They would tell me, this no. is the sleeve, this no. is the piece here, no. this is, uh, yeah. And it's why did enough. you start buying them in the first place? Yeah, as though I wanted to keep. Now I ask myself, why did I start yeah. buying And I didn't have that money, no. much money. But I bought them as though I wanted to keep the old picture in my mind, the picture of the, their good dresses. Mm where the threads were shiny, and, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, I started very little, on a very small scale, mm-hmm. buying some of the dresses mm-hmm. that were worn out. Uh-huh. But still, the embroidery is there. And where did you store this stuff that you bought? Uh, they were not many, hardly, not, not many. they were not many. Right. Hardly 10, 12. So you so put on. it in the cupboard or where did you put it? Yeah, yeah. in a cupboard. Uh, did you wash it first? Uh, yes, and I asked them how to wash it. They told ah. me always to put vinegar in the water. Vinegar? Yeah, Why? to keep the color. Ah. <laughs> I didn't know. And it works? Yeah. It works? I think so, yeah. yeah. It does. Mm. Uh. So what happens? And then uh, I got married and came here. But uh, the refugee life was uh, was bad in Bethlehem. Because ah. Bethlehem is near all those villages, and those villages were nearly evacuated. Yeah. And uh, it is like uh, the names are like Malha, uh, Ain Karim, where Hadassah is now, Hadassah Hospital. Mm-hmm. And, uh, many villages between Bethlehem and Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. They were living well because they were working in the cities. Right. They would work in Jerusalem, they would work in Bethlehem and Ramallah, mm-hmm. but then no work and their land taken and living in a refugee life in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't, uh, didn't come out well for them. No. And some started to leave even that area and go down to Jericho where there became, became a big uh, refugee camp, uh-huh. the one in Jericho. Uh-huh. It went up to 35,000. Oh my God. Because in Jericho, I think they found work or land. Or, uh-huh. But uh, in Bethlehem, work was limited. Mm-hmm. And near Bethlehem is Bejada, and also work was limited there. Mm-hmm. Up till now, it's very, very limited. Because the land is uh, becoming less and less. Uh, Settlements are taking over a lot of the land. There was a valley, a valley between Bethlehem and Bejala, with a big, big monastery that made very good wine. The wine is called St. George. Mm-hmm. Now I hear the people, they feel so bad. This valley is taken, more than half of it, mm-hmm. by a settlement, and they're going to take over the monastery. Mm-hmm. But usually they can't take over monasteries, I don't know how. No. Usually the Pope interferes no. and it gets settled with not taking the monastery. But The uh, monastery makes the yeah. wine. How was the transition? Is there a point in your collecting when you say, 
I want to make a collection. I mean, you start yeah. with buying yeah. small pieces, then yeah. you buy ten dresses. But to tell you the but truth, when when yeah. did you sort of say yeah. this is going to be something yeah. more? Mm. I never planned to have a collection. Right? Okay. No, I did. It well. came, uh, it came with time. Ah, so and it's just it gradual. With gradual, and oh. as I met people, oh. and with political incidents. Political. Yeah, political incidents. In like what? I would hear that this place, which is a heritage place, is destroyed, oh. and this place is destroyed. And when I heard that the heritage is has been touched oh. and destroyed. I would think of getting more dresses. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I did think of making a, a collection. Nice. Just few pieces that would keep this to show, mm -hmm. to show to my children, to show to friends, the beauty of it. Yeah. But then it, it grew with the political incidents. Oh. Okay. Huh. And when I went to Beirut to continue my studies, I went to a college that is part of the American oh. part, but alone. Uh, the teacher who taught us uh, embroidery in Ramallah was there. Oh. Yeah. And she made the club. Uh -huh. And she liked the girls who came from Ramallah very uh, much. Uh. And she made a club to teach us again uh, so you embroidery. Connected, connected so it became yeah. stronger in my mind, the embroidery. That well, this is important. Well, what is it? Let's stop for a second just with your first thought. I, I have this. I want to show this to my kids, to my friends. Yeah. What is it you want to show? Uh, I wanted to show the beauty of it, how beautiful it was, mm. how systematic and organized the embroidery would be, not just like that. Uh, and. Uh, the woman would struggle to have it perfected. Mm -hmm. And this I could not understand why. Why did she want to perfect it? Mm -hmm. And not only what you see on this side, she would turn to you the back uh -huh. of the embroidery to show you how good it is on the back. Uh -huh. So it is also the woman that I was interested in that she could make this so well. Mm -hmm. And another thing, how did she remember all the patterns? <laughs> she had no book, no paper to copy the pattern from. Yeah. She might look at her mother's dress, or she might look at somebody's dress, mm -hmm. and put it in her mind and come and make the same pattern. Ah. Yeah, I was amazed at her. Mm. And then with all what's this... Her, what's her name? Hmm? What's her name? the name of this woman who made this that you're talking about ah the, the teacher oh. the teacher oh the teacher yeah, yeah mrs sutton oh sutton okay. phyllis yeah. sutton uh, uh, but they were not a certain woman the women in general were very good very systematic very clever in their work mm. and this amazed me because it takes a long time to master it as an art mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time but before you started mm. collecting it let's call it that because yeah. it became a collection yeah. even though it was gradual mm. was this an appreciated art form in general in society that people said we're really proud of these women doing this or yeah. is this something that you introduced yeah it was around 
around even before the war, mm -hmm. that it started to be appreciated mm -hmm. by upper class. Ah, by upper yeah, class. by upper class. And they would make a sort of a dress mm. to wear in mm. receptions that has a little yeah. uh, national embroidery yeah, on it. Right. It started. Ah. But uh, uh, otherwise, it belonged to the peasant class, mm -hmm. not only for their dresses, they would make cushions for the house, they would make a big head cover, mm -hmm. they would make uh, table pieces, mm -hmm. yeah. And then this was, uh, little, little by little, it came to be appreciated by the city people, mm -hmm. especially in and especially in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And simple, do we call it NGOs? I don't know. Simple women's associations started mm -hmm. teaching it and selling it, and it became more well-known. So it became an yeah, industry yeah. or a part of... Yeah, especially women's, women's yeah, associations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Women's unions, they call them. Women's unions. How do you... Um, it was quite uh, impressing, I, I must say, the museum, even though we just rushed through it, but I mm. think it was a. I'm not an expert, obviously, but I thought it was fantastic stuff just to look mm. at. I mean, really, really impressing. But how do you or do you connect what you have accomplished here? Does that does that say anything about the Nakba? Yeah. Maybe it's a stupid question. I don't know. No, no, no. It it is. Uh very, very reasonable, because, uh, you see, when they started their camp life in the beginning, mm -hmm. their dresses became, if they did a new dress, it was very simple. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have a big pattern, they would have something small yeah. here, something small. <laughs> something so <laughs> something came out as the refugee dress. Ah. I had few as refugee, really? refugee camp dress. So this shows that from the beautiful yes. dress that they used to have uh, in their own village, yeah. they started having the refugee dress. Uh, a similar situation came recently, uh, and I collected some, maybe I'll show it to uh, you, what we call the intifada dress. Uh, uh, the girls at Dubai would walk in a demonstration. And uh, the Israelis would come uh, carrying a flag. Mm. And the Israelis would come and take the flag. Sure. So what they did, they went home and embroidered flags, flags, ah. flags, flags <laughs> all over the, ah. the costume. Is this in, like, so in Gaza, in Gaza it, or where it is it? It started around Hebron. But around it Hebron. went everywhere. Ah. <laughs> it went everywhere. Ah. Which is, uh, Interesting. Now they call it the Intifada dress. Ah. So like, you could actually follow the... Political, uh, political situation. Uh, yeah, through anyway. through your dresses. Yeah. And if you can read it correctly, of course. Yeah, the refugee camp dress was simple embroidery. Mm. Mm. But now something bad is happening. If you go downtown at night, you see costumes, 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 traditional. Mm -hmm. But it's all from China yeah. on the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's, the machine has come in. It's the I same wonder all if you they don't will like stop. That? You don't like that? No, no, no. no. It will stop the embroidery. Yeah. Why? Uh, 
Why did they do that? Not only did they make embroidery by the machine, they have another style in China, printing. This same uh, pattern is printed, uh, printed, uh, dot uh, embroidery, <laughs> printed. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you make embroideries yourself? Have you made dresses? I learned, not all dresses, but no. I learned embroidery because I like sometimes to repair. I get a piece that needs a little repair. I uh, like you can do that. That's what I have free time to to repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, did you ever wake up one day and say, "I want to make my own pattern"? I mean, you don't have to do it. You can have someone do uh, it. But yeah. did you ever think of making? Yeah. Thinking not by own pattern, by uh, own combination of patterns. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you do yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, nearly. <laughs> nearly. You see, this is a tree. Oh. I find it in many areas. Oh. The other day, uh, I told a friend of mine who embroiders a lot, mm. we want to do a, a whole cushion mm. with trees, 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 oh. trees oh. on top of each other. Like this sometimes, mm. I think of... Uh, nice. Yeah. So it's going to be done? Yes. She's doing it for you? No, but it will be. She's going to draw it. And, uh, oh, she's going to draw yeah, it. Yeah, she's a designer. Ah, she's she's designer. going to draw it. And, ah. and you see, they have names for all these patterns. They ah, have names. Like what? Uh, now, this is um, orange blossom. Mm-hmm. Orange blossom. Mm-hmm. This is, it looks like a cross. It's not a cross. No. It's... The tent of the Pasha. The <laughs> tent, tent of, of the, the Pasha. Pasha. Why the tent of the of Pasha? The Pasha. <laughs> this is the road to Egypt. <laughs> okay. The road to Egypt. And there is another one, the road to Damascus. I don't know. Damascus also. Yeah, uh, Damascus, the road to Damascus. Hmm. So maybe your pattern will have your name then. <laughs> <laughs> this they call uh, the rug. The rug, yeah. rug yeah. or I... palm trees. Uh-huh. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes in some in Ramallah uh-huh. they call it palm tree. Uh-huh. In other areas they call it the rug. Uh-huh. Psat, rug. Yeah, psat. It is like a rug. It looks like a rug. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but now many women are doing um, are uh, having an income mm. from the embroidery, uh-huh. the embroider. Mm. But another thing, many come to my door. My children don't want me to buy any more. But I want to take you a few minutes downstairs to yes. show you the extra. Yeah, yeah, the extra. Yeah. Uh, many are selling. Oh. They sell their highly embroidered dresses. Oh. Oh. Maybe they need the money. Maybe yeah. they want to change. It's not uh, in fashion anymore? It's not in fashion and it is in fashion, yeah. it's strange. Yeah. With some from the peasants, they don't want to wear it anymore. No. With some of the young girls, in the weddings, you see them all making of their own village that uh, they came from uh-huh. so many years ago. Yeah. From that till they left Yeah, they make it. And they even make the hat. Uh. And they wear it for the wedding. Uh. They make the old dress that they had in Ramallah or yeah. in Bethlehem. And they make the hat and they use it. So it is a little coming back. Let's go, yeah. yeah. But I find that a lot of the women that I interview, mm. they may be dressed, you know, like What's this, that? like this. Yeah. But then they go into the bedroom and they change and they put oh, on. So they have. Yes. They all have. Yes. 
Oh. It happens a lot, even also in Sweden. In Sweden, really? I do interviews in Sweden too. Oh. Yeah, yeah, with Palestinians. Oh. And they put around. They put stuff. And they put something like this, you know. They, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. they're not religious, maybe, but they they want to mm. dress up. They mm. want to look good. Mm. And it's spreading up in the outside. Uh, because I read about a couple in Washington, oh. a mother and their daughter. Oh. They call their center the trees. The trees means embroidery. The oh. trees and tea. The trees and tea. Oh. They call their center oh. and they embroider and they teach embroidery. Oh. Then uh, the groups are coming out to take it also as a business. Oh. A few ladies here got together. And they put it on the men's shirts here oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. and here. Nice. Yeah, nice. they put it on the men's yeah. shirts. And they sell the shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's becoming popular. Yeah, so it's becoming... Uh, but tell me, what, what are your thoughts for the future? What do you want to happen to your collection? Yeah. Where is it going? Is Shall it I go tell you a secret? Yes. <laughs> It stays between the three uh, of us. I'm not very good in taking care of textiles because <laughs> I didn't study no. uh, the humidity, uh, the I don't know what, uh, and some of my best textiles are being destroyed. Uh, and you tell people here, but uh, they, they don't see it. They no. don't see it. So uh, I thought I will write. The, I had many exhibits outside. Uh, I thought I will write to the people that I exhibited in their museums uh, to see what they think uh, and if they want to take some of my things for exhibits. Uh, and uh, they responded. Uh, A museum for, from Japan is very much interested wow. for a loan, to take part okay. of my collection yeah, for yeah. a loan. Uh, A year, two years ago. Uh, A museum in Canada. Uh, this is the best. Uh -huh. Not only they were interested, he came, the director uh, came. Uh, and he saw it. He told uh, me, we have many, many Arabs in Canada now, uh, more than ever. And we we make exhibits. We have to make exhibits that have Arab heritage. Of course. But we don't have in our museums yeah. enough Arab heritage. Yeah. So we'd like to make exhibits yeah. of collections, like your collection and oh. other collections. Oh. And I'll be happy. So this will not be just like any other exhibit. It will be for a year, two years, mm. a long time. Mm. And these people know how to take care right. of them. Yeah. They will treat... Yeah, the, they're experts, of course. Yeah, yeah, they will treat the textiles. Yeah. They will do anything that is but this, needed. This must give you an enormous yeah. satisfaction. But at the same time, they said, we don't like to close yeah. this place. So yeah. I'll keep it on a small... Uh, yeah. Because I really cannot carry on like this. No. It's uh, it's bad for the okay. dresses because oh. we're not we're not acquainted. No. I had I had a visit of a UNESCO person two oh. three days ago, oh. and I forgot to tell her this is a very important point. Oh. We talked on so much on so many things, and she liked the place. But then after she left, as a UNESCO person, they can help. Of, of sending an expert to tell yeah. us, to, to teach the staff how to take care of yeah, textiles. Right. For instance, in winter, I don't know whether to open the window, no. the window or to close no. it. <laughs> if I open it, humidity comes in. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the textile becomes stiff. Uh. You feel it. I'm frightened. Uh. I see why is it so stiff? Uh. It's the humidity. Shall I close the window? Shall I? We don't go. There you just go. Uh. I believe that she should have also seen this. Uh. She, the, the UNESCO is to help in this thing, preservation. Yes. Yeah, World Heritage. They have yes. special sections for sure. preservation. Yes. I come and I. That's the right place to go. So I'm going to be after them uh. <laughs> if they can give our staff. She asked me, she asked me two questions. She told me, and I forgot to tell her my problem. She okay. said, if there is fire, do you know what to do? I told her, no, I don't know what to do if there is fire. How do I? <laughs> she told me, if there is a flood. If there is a flood. Do you know what to do? I told nothing. I don't know, neither the flood nor the fire. Yeah, but what is happening is more important. That the textiles, there is something wrong. But is this insured, this collection? Did you insure it? No. No? No. Why not? <laughs> I insured the silver. With the collection of textiles, I have the silver jewelry. Yeah. I insured the silver. Okay. And the rest? I think they didn't accept. Yeah, they didn't accept. They told me, uh, we will help you, give you the address of a company in London. <laughs> Lloyd's <laughs> Company in London. Oh, and Lloyd's company said we must come over and uh, too much of uh, uh, expenses. Uh, and but uh, you don't lie awake at night thinking what would happen if, uh, you know, a fire? Yeah, when she frightened me, she told me about the fire yeah. and the water. Then you, then you were <laughs> afraid. Uh, then the staff told me, after she left, they told me, let's call the fire department here in Jordan. Uh, and let them come and teach us yeah. what to do. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's good. Mm. So you still have some things to learn then? Yes, a little. of taking care. A little. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of taking care of things. But you must know much about mm. it, of course. You're, you're, you're yeah, an expert. I can take care of things of a little, but uh, when it is dampness and heat and mm. this, it's not easy. But would you like to uh, keep this museum and lend it to other museums, or would you like uh, a museum to take care of the whole uh, collection in the future? I mean, just no. I like the big collection to go out, oh. to be taken care of. Oh. I'm afraid. Uh, oh. uh, and and keep a small I like one. to keep this small oh. one oh. to make people aware oh. of this rich heritage. Oh. What I was just reminded you from the painting, uh, something that came out also with this whole subject of costumes uh, and collecting and so uh, on, is uh, pain in painting. Mm. Look at this painting. Yeah, it became in very, very famous. He gave it a name even. Uh, the woman with the traditional dress. Yes. Yeah, he gave it a name of Selma. And if you go to galleries here, which are becoming very, very too uh, many, uh, uh, they would tell you, they would, most of our paintings are on traditional mm -hmm. dress, mm -hmm. traditional buildings also. Mm. So this subject is coming out. That's good. Yeah. But uh, going back to you, have, have you always been a collector? I mean, as a girl, did you collect stones or flowers or, uh, or boys? I don't flowers. Know. 
Stones, yes, stones. You did? Yeah. Collect the stones. Yeah. So you started And uh, semi-precious, semi-precious stones. Ah, semi-precious stones. precious, uh, yes. You like that? Yeah, I like them uh, very much. Uh, so... So you're a collector? Yes, from, yes, from, I'm more From morning collector. to evening, you're a And collector. strange thing, I meet cousins all around the world. I met some in California. Mm. They are all collectors. <laughs> really? The two I met in California, they collect stamps. Uh -huh. They travel all over the world to <laughs> for their stamps. stamps. <laughs> and some collect coins. And uh, of course. Strange. Yeah, that's interesting. That, uh, yeah. But are you still uh, buying stuff? Or have you stopped? I, I buy in secret. <laughs> in secret? Because, yeah, they don't want me. The children don't want me. Right. So you do it in secret? <laughs> I do it in secret. Today I bought. Today? <laughs> what did you buy? <laughs> one very simple and one very elaborate. Uh -huh. And uh, it's not like our style, the elaborate one. No. I'm, I am wondering, are they getting mixed up? Uh. It looks more Egyptian. Uh, yeah. okay. Are they getting mixed up to, wear, uh, yeah. to wearing something that is not uh, our heritage? Uh. Maybe. How many dresses have you got altogether? We're going to count. I didn't count them yet. No? But I'll show you downstairs. Uh, it's much more than But I how think. do you buy something in secret for your daughter? Because uh, if you go away, she knows. How do you, how do, you do it in uh, secret? I buy them and I add them to the collection down. But uh, through the internet, or do you call them, or do you go and see it? Or? Ah, no, I don't go. Nee. They come. Every they day come. they come. I don't buy from everybody. Ah, they come. Haram, they come. Ah. Women want to sell. Ah. Yeah, they come. And you do it in secret? Today he, a man and, came. Today ah. a man came. And why in secret? He had, in, uh, he had pomegranates. He's selling pomegranates. <laughs> In one bag, and oh. in the other bag he had the dresses. <laughs> and how did he know about you? Yeah, from, oh. and he's from the camp. He was from he the camp? He said somebody in the camp told him. He gave him three oh. names. Oh. My name and two other names. Oh. <laughs> and he's going to the other two, but oh. I don't buy. Nah. He is going to the other two oh. ladies. Oh, yeah. And I, I bought mostly... Palestinian. But why but do then you... then I added Jordanian. Why do you do it in secret? For your because you got tired from uh, having so, so many costumes. <laughs> My children got tired. They're not collectors? <laughs> no. No, no, no. It stopped. <laughs> no, it stopped. It stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe your grandchildren will uh, continue Maybe. Being, yeah. Maybe. And, be. one, and one of them is getting interested. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's good. helping. Yeah, that's good. Oh, <laughs> so it will strange. continue. Very I'm strange. sure it will. Anyway, uh, very nice talking to you. Thanks Thank for you. your story. Thank you for it's your interest and your yeah. questions. And Both of you. And it's been very... Um, yeah. It's a very different story for this podcast, of course. Uh, every story is different, but it's also a very important yeah. story because yeah. it's so interesting that you can tell the Nakba story through your dresses. Yes. That's quite something. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.